2: Welcome to Bet the Edge, powered by PointsBet. Got some live tennis going on. We're definitely going to be following during the show. He is Drew I'm your host, Sarah Perlman. Thanks for being with us on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Here's what's to come on Bet the Edge podcast today. We have Corey Parson. He's jumping on to tell us where he's siding in Game 3 of the NBA Finals. And we're also going to handicap AFC teams that could go from worst to first in their division this season. And Al Morganti, he's back with us to break down game four between the Rangers and Lightning and also explain which team has a better shot at knocking off the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, They'll be a heavy underdog against Colorado in the Stanley Cup Final. And of course, we have our edge of the day and a lot more coming up right here on Bet the Edge Powered by PointsBet. Drew, good morning what's going on watching some tennis to the side getting ready
3: (laughs) yeah uh, no waking cash
2: today no waking cash we have to watch and cash at the same day
3: yeah I know the uh so far in Stuttgart as is tradition um it's been very tough to get a break that's one of the kind of funny things about tennis when you go from clay to grass your hold break percentage even if you're a very good server you know you're still only holding about 75 percent of the time on clay now, grass if you're a good server it's like 99 it feels like <laughs> and so all of these matches are going to tie breaks all of these uh very very you know the, the anyone with timing on their serve right now is is uh is just dynamic and unbreakable so um it's fun i'm enjoying it uh but uh both not a lot of decided not a lot of decisions yet including Bublik, who is still in progress.
2: So I'm a little tired. I have coffee by my side because if you're on the East Coast, you probably stayed up a little late watching Mm. a ridiculously incredible uh, playoff hockey game last night. Colorado, they end up winning. They now advanced in the Stanley Cup final. We'll break this game down more in a little, little bit, as I mentioned with Al. Um, but what was so crazy, if you watch the end, the third period of that game, they scored three minutes. I believe it was three goals, rather, in five minutes and 49 seconds. Something insane. They forced the game to go to overtime. You, having a futures ticket on the Colorado Avalanche, must feel good. Now they're going to have a ton of rest heading into the Stanley Cup final. And last night, most of the action, for for what it is worth, came in on Colorado, the favorite. 78% of the money line handle on the avalanche over at points bet. I know they're a huge liability to win the Stanley Cup final. I'm sure we'll talk to Jay Crouch, your head trader soon, but they are going to be sweating out the Stanley Cup final now. But it was a fantastic game. Not sure how much you watched of that playoff game, but uh, it was closer than it looked until the last few minutes of the third period. So kind of crazy how it how it played out but kudos to you for now having a nice ticket on call yeah
3: so just to set the record straight i bet him plus money to win the west I didn't bet him for the Stanley Cup, but now I feel like an idiot.
2: Oh, I thought you did bet for both.
3: <laughs> I'm, my, my, my win is home, and it wasn't as big as it should have betted in hindsight. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I just had him plus money to win the West. and Because I thought, it, to my you know my thought at the time I swore you
2: had them both. So I thought you had a plus money to win the West no. and a two to one. Okay. Well, you know I blew, what? I
3: blew it. I whiffed. I'm going to bet, I'm gonna have to bet. I didn't bet have anything serious. on the Colorado. Because, honestly, like, this girl I was, blew it. I was nervous about the lightning uh the lightning are so dominant and they really flipped the switch in that second round of the playoffs i was like god i don't know if i can i don't i don't you know i mean i don't feel you know who knows if they'll beat the lightning in the finals well now the lightning might may not even get there well you know Uh, what you have
2: cash in your pocket and i am can of absolutely nothing that's true um
3: yeah i guess credit to the avalanche for you know getting it done in four that was huge i thought uh ultimately um uh, the quality of play that they had down the stretch was pretty amazing. And, um, you know, they clearly came into this post season with a vision. Uh, they were, clear, you know, number one power rated team by the market, by everyone who handicaps hockey, uh, to start these playoffs and they've done nothing but deliver on that. So good job by them staying focused. Everybody's kind of, uh, doing things, um, you know, as planned, I'll tell you what though. Hmm. I'm okay. Not having a, uh, Stanley cup ticket on them. Cause did you see what happened? A couple guys touched the trophy last night. I know. I know, no. yeah. Like you they kind of jinx, they kind of jinx themselves pretty bad. Uh, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not superstitious. I'm only a little stitious. Correct. But uh, anyone touching the Eastern Western Conference trophy, that's a, that's no bueno.
2: I didn't see that. Okay. Nah. Well, now they're minus 223. I don't know if that's factored into the price. We're going to have to find <laughs> out from an odd maker if them touching the trophy is in fact factored in to them being favored to win the Stanley Cup trophy. By the way, the Rangers and the Lightning who are playing tonight, we will break down that game, seeing if the Lightning can tie up the series. They are both four to one. Yeah. So you can obviously bet into the Rangers are Lightning. Now with the four to one, if you think there's an edge there, uh, I think most people – besides the trophy touching which is a big deal the Colorado as the clear favorite um, yeah no
3: at this point I think you can still get involved with the lightning I think it we're we're a long way from this being decided frankly I think lightning in seven is the is the way the series breaks. price is going to be yeah. a good
2: good option then to look at before I mean
3: out. there's nothing else going on the NBA Finals games are a week apart for crying out loud MLB all right. Uh, that's happening, I guess. Um, But yeah, no, it's uh, at this point, I think uh, finding an angle in the Eastern Conference Finals for hockey is, uh, is, you know, is possible.
2: Okay. Hey, just a reminder, if you don't have the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by Points Pet, go download it now. The contests are free and easy to play and you have a shot to win thousands by predicting what will happen in the NBA playoffs on the PGA Tour and NASCAR circuit. And today, we're offering a special Battle of the Bets contest where you can tail our 4th right. champion, Von Dalzell, taking on the challenger. Who is that? Drew Dinsick, our very own right here for a chance to win. Are you fired up to be on not only Battle of the Bets, but the NBC Sports Predictor app? people can win some cash, either tailing or fading you.
3: Considering I haven't figured out my plays yet, you might want to fade me today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, gonna ask, aside, with everything
2: going aside. on what, what is going to be on your battle of the bets card Asking for it has a friend. to be
3: baseball right I are mean, any tennis plays really happening, happening
2: at today. that hour no. no
3: no tennis is all tomorrow morning so I'm going to have to go out of my comfort zone and find some edges in baseball ooh this is going to be tough
2: you're taking on the tough. master von Dels Allen battle of the bets I don't know if I'll tailor fade you but I'll tell you after I look at your plays
3: okay I'm sure, all I'm,
2: right. I'm, I'm sure some of our researchers will help you
3: uh, you know, I've actually had a decent amount of success betting MLB the last month. Certainly better than the first foray. I was uh, absolutely un—I uh, could not find a win to save my life. I was pure, pure MLB mush uh for a lot of the start of the season. Not anymore.
2: That did not take anymore. a turn like a month ago.
3: Yeah, it's it. Yeah, I, I I actually I had a uh I had a nice little same game parlay actually in the uh. Yeah, I
2: don't in, text me that in the so Padres.
3: Can... I, I mean, this look this time of year is tough for me because I've also never
2: heard you about a same game parlor. Maybe one other time. (laughs) I just want to go on
4: the record. This was
3: this one was weird, though, because it was this was Padres up against um, the The Royals. No, yeah, was it the Royals? I can't remember. Padres were playing someone. Gore was pitching uh, and Brewers. It was the Brewers. The Brewers trotted out just an absolutely garbage lineup. And I was like, these guys aren't even these guys aren't major league players. What is going on here? And Gore, uh, his strikeout prop was low. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a swing. Gore, eight plus Ks and Padres win. Uh, I think he had 10 Ks and they won 4-0. Uh, and that payout was like three to one or plus or plus three fifty or something like that. So that was a fun one. So maybe I am finding my form a little bit on MLB. I'm going to yeah, give you three winners today. You know how hard it is to bets.
2: hit that in any sport, let alone baseball. Good that was for a fun you. one. That was That's fun extremely one. fun. Yeah. Um, Vaughn, who. Obviously comes on the show a ton. Everyone knows him. You're taking on him. Battle of the Bats. Von Delzell and Johnny, one of our researchers. DJ Short, who works for NBC Sports Ed, doing all things baseball. Andrew Silva. They are all actually uh, trotting out MLB same game parlays today. So be on the lookout for those. And hopefully those can win you some cash.
3: Yes. Um, set one that. goes to the good guys. Alexander Bublik takes set one against Dennis Kudla. <laughs> Great job, Boobs.
2: All right, from tennis and same game parlays, let's bring in our guy Corey Parsons to talk really about everything. Corey, thanks for taking the time and joining the show. I do want to begin with the NBA, we haven't been able to pick your brain about Game Three just yet, nor what we witnessed in Game Two on Sunday. So as it stands, the the line is, has stayed the same throughout the last 48 hours. Celtics laying three and a half back now at home in Boston, taken on the Warriors. The totals 212 and a half. Um, let's first talk about the total here. I played the over 212 and a half. Gave my case for that yesterday. Do you see any value or interest on taking a shot at the total for Game Three?
4: Probably won't be what I bet on, but if I was to bet the total for game three, if you with the way I think this, uh, the game is going to go, I would take the over in this one. I think it would be more scoring, so I would agree with you on that, uh, Sarah. I thought he was going to be talking some French Open to kick it off, but is that still going on? Or... <laughs> Not going
2: on anymore, Corey.
4: Clay
3: oh, season yeah. is over, Corey. Right, we win We're on it. the grass.
4: Okay, All right, on to the grass. Let's go. It's right up my alley. <laughs> what about the side?
2: Corey, what about the side in this one? Celtics? Dubs, three and a half at home. I mentioned Boston's favorite.
4: No points needed. Keep the points. Keep the points, Sarah. Golden State Warriors money line on this one. Boston Celtics in the playoffs have lost critical home games all throughout the playoffs. I believe they might be five and four on the money line at home, four and five ATS and home games. We'll have to check that right quick. I know it's not that appealing. They have struggled at home. As good as they've been on the road this playoffs, Boston has struggled at home in this playoff. I say Golden State comes into Boston. They'll win one of these two games. Might as well start tomorrow. So I'm going with the Golden State Warriors on the money line tomorrow. So um, give me the dubs. I like a big game from Steph. The game tomorrow should be the game that puts Steph in the lead, in the MVP, the finals MVP category. So I like a big-time W from the Golden State Warriors tomorrow on the road. Yeah,
3: I mean, at this point, steph wins if the warriors win i think that's 100 correlated the fact that there's even a difference in those prices is laughable no one else mm-hmm. from the warriors is warranting consideration at this point um celtic's still wide open if they win uh which is uh, now you got me nervous man uh
4: I, 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 <laughs> drew look at it um wait, let me find it right here uh, home I'm doing this on the NBC, uh, right there on, on Celtics are
2: five and four straight up at home, four and five against the number this postseason.
3: Well, let me let me pitch this to you, and you tell me where there's a hole in this. The Celtics have lost some key games in you know pretty lopsided fashion early in some of these series. I'm thinking of Game One at home, they lost to the Bucs where they got out physical. Uh, game One where they basically just kind of threw up the white flag against the Heat. Um, but they in both of those games, they turned around and made some critical adjustments, came out in game two uh, and were unbelievably strong. And you know, but that game two against the Bucs was like, wow, where did that come from? Like this team is unbeatable. Um, what is to say that they don't make those key adjustments between game two and game three and catch the Warriors by surprise a little bit, particularly with the offense?
4: Well, they're definitely going to fight. That's one thing about the Boston Celtics. We know that they're going to do that. But I'm just going based on the history of where they've been in this postseason, right? Because you figure Boston should have a chance to go back to San Francisco with a three games to one lead if they control and hold on their home court. I think it's a pretty good chance that most people think that this is going to be a split. I'm just trying to get in front of the split by taking um, the Golden State Warriors in game three. Now, one thing about Boston is they are going to come back. They are going to make the judgment. They are going to come back. I think this thing goes back to San Francisco tied at two games apiece. And I think the Celtics win game five on the road.
2: If you look strictly mm. at Game 3s, it obviously fits the script and how you're backing this. Golden State undefeated 3-0 and in Game 3s this postseason. You look at the Celtics 1 and 2. We will see how adjustments now for both teams heading into Boston play out in this game. I know Drew's been high on the Celtics. I like them as well, but plus 140 close to what you're going to get with the Warriors for Game 3, Corey, on the money line. I do want to transition to NFL and get some of your thoughts. I know you specifically – have circled a lot of teams as we look forward to this upcoming season. And you think they could certainly make a huge adjustment, huge step forward momentum now from last season to this season. Specifically, I saw a breakdown that you did on the New York football Jets, 16 to one to win their division. Am I reading this correctly? Are you backing the jets to win the AFC East?
4: Oh no, God, no, they can't win the division. I'm just looking at teams that were in last place last year. Yeah. In the AFC, and I'll do the NFC next week. We'll talk about that. And can what's their odds to finish in first place? Because we see these first to worst stories in the NFL every oh, year. Every single year. Unfortunately, not going to be that team. They're not going to be nowhere close. <laughs> see, the problem with the Jets is a lot of people are optimistic about New York. I'm just
2: happy. I thought I was going crazy for a second. No, no, it's, it's all good I'm like, I know you're a New York guy, but am I really? Yeah, no, no, story? no. I, I,
4: I don't fool with New York football teams. <laughs> <laughs> Just the baseball team, Sarah. That's the one that Cowboys wins. guy, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah, of course. You're a Cowboys guy. How about them Cowboys? Here's the deal, right? When you look at the New York Jets, there's optimism about what they can do offensively. We saw Wilson play well towards the end of last season. You know, the pieces that they have with with, with, uh, with Garrett Wilson coming in and, you know, the, the guys they added last year, the, the young players on offense. But the Jets' problem is they don't play no defense. Last or next to last in just about every defensive category. And, Sarah, the, the issue with that is – The dude they brought in to be the head coach is a defensive guy. That's like hiring an accountant that doesn't know mathematics. Well, you got a defensive-minded head coach, but your defense is near the bottom. So the Jets are going to have to get better defensively. I think a good way to play the Jets this year is to play the over in their games and to fade them versus AFC East opponents.
3: That checks out. Yes. Uh, Certainly. um, Oh, and I got to read the rest of your series because I love the angle, though, of just trying to break down worst – Uh, team, you know, worst finishing teams and trying to figure out who's going to be this year's Cincinnati Bengals. That would have been quite a prediction last year. I don't think I heard anyone take the Bengals to win the AFC North. That was just an absolutely stacked division. Everybody thought that was a three-team race and the fourth team won. Um, So, you know, it just goes to unpredictability of the uh, AFC in general. Uh, And the AFC this year, there seems to be a hot team among the kind of early, better, sharp folks that I talk to and it is the Baltimore Ravens. A lot of people expecting this team to bounce back largely because of players coming off of injuries. Uh I Sarah, you're bullish on the Ravens this year sure as I well, am. right? Um yes. and uh you know, as someone from Baltimore who's got a finger on the pulse of the team, that uh, you pay, I pay attention when uh, Sarah's uh you know, you know bullish on the Ravens. Uh what is your read on this team and can they win the AFC North after what was a disappointing 2021 campaign?
4: Yeah, well, obviously, uh, people may not, may not notice, but the Baltimore Ravens actually finished last in the AFC North last season. They tied same record with the with the uh, with the uh, Cleveland Browns, but Baltimore only won one game versus the division opponent last year. Now, most of their games versus the division came toward the end of the season when Lamar Jackson was injured. The Lamar Jackson injury, the J.K. Dobbins injury, all the injuries in the secondaries, but really, what slowed Baltimore down? At one point, this team was eight and three and they were the number one seed in the AFC. Lamar gets hurt. They couldn't pull it together no more. Now they are tied with Cincinnati Bengals with the shortest odds to win the AFC North. I think the Baltimore Ravens are the class of the AFC North. The, the thing that where I think they get back to playing good defense, even though I'm a big fan of Wink Wake, Wake Martindale, he's not going to be there. But I think Harbaugh, that culture. But here's the deal. They got to switch up the offense. The 2019 Ravens offense is not no more. And I think the best way that they, they, they do that is by putting Lamar Jackson on the center. He can handle it. I think it's something that needs to be done. So if we see a different offense from the Baltimore Ravens, I think we can see a Baltimore Raven team that plays to the AFC championship game.
2: Yeah, I'm extremely bullish on the Baltimore Ravens to win their division, plus 200, to win the AFC North. I took the over on their win total as well. And just to reiterate exactly who they're getting back, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Marcus Peters. And of course, as you mentioned, their QB and Lamar Jackson finishing the season um, with an injury. Another team that I am, am not necessarily high on in a division that I don't have the best read on, and I've been extremely honest about that, is the AFC South. And as we're kind of talking about teams that go from worst to first, the Jaguars, certainly fit that script a lot of changes upcoming with them now with Doug Peterson as their head coach what will Trevor Lawrence do with another his first year under his belt rather what do you make of the Jacksonville Jaguars is there a way that you think we can attack this team for the next season
4: well they're going to be better just off the strength of Urban Meyer not being in the building no more so that's going to make them better from the jump so now you bring in Doug Peterson who's had luck with quarterbacks obviously taking the Philadelphia Eagles to a What you really want to see from the Jacksonville Jaguars is improvements on offense, and that's why Peterson was there. What do they have in Trevor Lawrence? What do they have in Chenault? Or Travis Etienne gets, you know, to make his debut after being injured his entire rookie season. So I think there's optimism to be had. And one thing I'll say about the AFC South, let's just say, knock on wood, week one, Matt Ryan gets injured. (laughs) <laughs> then this division is really...
3: <laughs> we can't knock on wood what? for someone to get injured. That's not how that works.
4: No, I mean, like, knock on wood. I'm <laughs> knock on wood. I don't want Matt Ryan to get injured. You know? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I don't want Matt... I, I'm, okay. I'm big into the Colts. I'm very happy
2: you clarified that, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuff,
4: man, because I'm like, oh, we're well, no, not going down that avenue, Corey. But, but knock on wood. Let's just say something happens to yeah. Matt Ryan. And we knock do. on wood, yeah. Then okay. that okay. then that division is wide open. That's so, very true. at 7-1, to one, I don't know if it's worth a sprinkle at that. But this is a division where I could see an injury can cause turn, you know, turnover in the in the the way the standings uh, play out. But right now, um, I don't think the Jaguars as it stands right now have enough Indianapolis Colts, in my opinion, class of this division. And one thing about the Tennessee Titans. Yes, Ryan Tannehill, it let us down in the postseason last year. But Mike Vrabel is a hell of a head coach. He's going to have that team ready to play. And really last season, no team had more impressive wins than the Titans. So it's going to be hard to get over the hump in this division, especially if everybody stays healthy, including Matt Ryan.
3: Yeah, all that's fair. Um, everything broke correctly for the Titans. I agree. Um, and Matt Ryan, he may be able to stay healthy. He may be washed, though. So we'll see. Uh, I haven't made my opinion, of Matt, my mind up about the Colts yet, even though I know a lot of people are very, very, very positive about Matt Ryan. We'll see. Um, AFC so we're West. we have
4: an amazing year.
3: Well, you think? Yeah,
4: yeah. Those check downs with no big time wide receiver—he's going he's to go crazy.
3: <laughs> just, uh, just so many completions. It's going to be incredible. Um, AFC West is uh, a tougher. You know, maybe the most tough to uh, kind of put wrap your brain around. We had three, effectively three playoff teams with uh, you know Chargers and Raiders playing for the final playoff spot in the final game of the regular season last year, and then the mighty. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs who, you know, opinions vary on the Chiefs this season after what was a unimpressive dispatching by at the hands of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC championship game. The last place team, however. Upgraded the most significantly of any of these teams, and that was because they moved on from Drew Lock and brought in Russell Wilson. Uh, tough to find a bigger upgrade at the quarterback across the NFL. Um, do you Say think moving ultimately moving on from
2: Drew, Drew Locke, by the way, <laughs> this doesn't even sound normal?
3: Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, Corey brought it up. Uh, Jags was addition by subtraction, moving on from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson, addition by subtraction, moving on from Drew Locke, uh, plus addition by addition, presumably with Russell Wilson. Um, what is the your temperature on the Denver Broncos, and do you think they did enough uh, in terms of coaching and quarterback upgrade to compete in a very challenging AFC West?
4: AFC West is so interesting. I mean, it's really going to be the, the most interesting division in the NFL maybe ever this year when you look at just pure division. This is a division that has two Super Bowl winning uh, quarterbacks in the division. It's the only division in the NFL that has that with Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. Now, the way the bettors are betting this division right now They're betting on the Chargers and the Broncos. And I'm like, man, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, so I know what it's like to be good on paper. And the Denver Broncos (laughs) are good on paper. You know what I'm saying? But we got to see how that translates. You still got new head coach, new quarterback. Yeah, it's talent, but this is all new pieces, right? And then you look at at the division. You got two new head coaches, and then you got a second-year head coach who go for it on fourth and 13 on his own five-yard line. And then you've got Andy Reid. Andy Reid is the guy that's being slept on. I understand the Kansas City Chiefs don't have Tyreek Hill this season, which could be a difference maker, but I would bet that the Chiefs would would figure this out. I like the Raiders as well, bringing in Devontae Adams to go with Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. So I think the division is Kansas City, Las Vegas. And then we see what we have with the Broncos and Chargers. Can the Broncos win this division? Yeah, I think they can. As a matter of fact, at points bet, they are the team at second bet. To win this division behind the charges, who are people are betting on the most? I wouldn't look past the two teams that made the playoffs in this division last year with the Chiefs and the Raiders. But can the Broncos do it? I just don't like these teams that make these big changes in their first years. I think the Broncos will be going to be a good team. I think they'll be improved. I see them being a playoff team, a division champion. I don't think so, not yet.
2: Yeah, this is a defense in the Broncos that gave up the third fewest points last season. I love the addition of Russell Wilson, as does everybody else that watches football and I like their new head coach move. This is a division and I know Drew and I have certainly talked about it. This is a division where you could really wait and see and get better prices because I think really yeah. any team can win the AFC West this upcoming season. So awesome breakdown. We can kind of follow the numbers as the season goes on and try to get the best price
4: that Raiders number numbers good right so now. Bro.
2: Yeah, it sure is. You're looking at plus 650 an extremely competitive division. Hey, Corey's on Twitter. If you're not following him, please do. So about the fantasy exec, you can see all of his plays with the NBA uh, and NFL. And maybe if you're lucky, the exec on ice will come out and his NHL plays will be there as well. We'll, we'll, and have, a sports, we'll have a pick for
4: the Stanley cup champion. we we'll have a pick for the Stanley cup next week.
2: Okay. <laughs> the exec on ice doing what he does best. Hey, Corey, thank you very much.
4: Drew, Sarah, always a good time.
2: What do you want from your sportsbook? Better odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you don't want to just bet. You want to live your bet life. When you bet with PointsBet, the official sportsbook partner of NBC Sports, you get better odds and bigger payouts, all in a fast and reliable sportsbook. Download the app now and sign up with code NBC2000 to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Additional terms and conditions apply. Must be present in New Jersey, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, Colorado, Michigan, Virginia, West Virginia, New York, Pennsylvania. Void where prohibited, must be 21+. plus. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan. one 888 522 323500 in Virginia 8778 hope ny or text hope ny 467369 in New York www.pointsbet.com/terms-and-conditions Weekends are better with MLB Sunday leadoff coverage presented by Uber Eats. Catch the Athletics face the Guardians in Cleveland on Sunday, June 12th at 1130 a.m. Eastern live on NBC and Peacock. To learn more, go to PeacockTV.com MLB. And if you want a chance to win $25,000 on the game, download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet. Enter Sunday's free Grand Slam Pick'em Contest. Drew, um, let's break down. the. I heard your opinion on Colorado. Let's break down. The Rangers and the Lightning fairly quickly uh, as we look forward to tonight's game. Rangers plus 150, Lightning minus 180. Of course, we can look at better prices and differing prices on the puck line for tonight. Total is five and a half. And that's what popped to me. I lean under in an extremely Mm. crucial yeah i've seen a lot of sharper action on the over for coming in at five and a half goals but i do lean under i think unders are two and one in this series obviously two of the best goaltenders in the league playing tonight in a must-win situation for the lightning and they're gonna have to rely on that what say you on both this game side or total
3: i can't really tell you total one way or the other because that is a low, low 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 number i know these are the two best goalies in the nhl going head to head here but these are also two offenses that have found ways to get it done Uh, In surprising fashion throughout the balance of the playoffs for whatever it's worth second period we have seen uh, the Rangers pop on so many of these games and, um, and in general, uh, a lot of good power play opportunities as well so I think it's a little bit too low to get involved in an under at five and a half but uh lightning looks solid to me again i think um your your money can go to work a little bit more effectively betting them in the series price right now i think we do see seven here uh, which is at plus 120 right now and i think uh, ultimately lightning winning the series four three would be my prediction uh, I don't have strong conviction in that, but if you're going to give me plus 310 that the Lightning are going to get it done in seven, I think that's the right way to go. Um, I definitely underrated the Rangers coming into this series. I thought that this was a team that was going to make, you know, Tampa was going to make quick work of them, um, but they have
1: kind of, they have some And not just you, Drew, I've seen
2: a lot of true NHL analysts in the betting space and not in the betting space think Lightning had the upper hand and did not see the Rangers having the advantage they would 2-1 leading into game four.
3: Yeah, for sure. And I think realistically we still uh there's I still have more questions about the ranges than the lightning. I thought the fact that the Lightning fought down uh and didn't go down 0-3 after uh you know kind of conceding those first goal couple goals in game three was pretty telling of a team that has uh you know veteran focus. And I think uh realistically Tampa at home in the Amali arena uh are gonna be able to uh to get this series even at two games of pop. Minus 171 was the opener. It's been bet up to about minus 186. I think that continues to take money. Uh, I would expect this to close in the minus 205 range. Uh, Some of the originators that I know have priced this around minus 205 uh, in terms of the money line. The puck line, uh, reasonably decent bet as well. Very likely that uh, if Tampa Bay um, has a lead in this one, you're going to get an opportunity for an empty netter that could make this a multiple goal lead. Um, but I think, uh, realistically, um, market is pretty dialed in on this, uh, lightning team after, uh, the bounce back that they had, uh, in game three. And, um, yeah, wow. You've seen some pretty, uh, some pretty two-way action here. So somebody out there is betting the Rangers. I'm not sure who, um, but, uh, for me, this is lightning or pass.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. And I do like the series prices that popped, as you mentioned, just in terms of taking the lightning plus 120, getting plus money. They were favorites entering the series, as we've discussed. And then also, I think the series correct score is a fun way to get involved, looking at the lightning. Yeah, Yeah, plus 310, a juicy number. And obviously you need to bet that if you think that the lightning should get things done tonight on home ice, as both of us do. So plus 310 for lightning to win four to three. We'll come back to this series and Stanley Cup predictions momentarily. But for now, we have tennis going on. I'm looking to the side, live tennis scores. And you, I know, have another play it's tomorrow <laughs> morning. So we're going to get to our edge of the day. So people watching us live now can get involved with the best price available. It's tennis season. It's grass season. It's waking crash season. <laughs> Drew Dinsick, what is your play for tennis Yeah,
3: my guy Bublik was up an early break in the second. Up a set, up a break. 5000 on the live line and then gave it back stupidly. So this is going to be a sweat still. He is the better player, though, by a long shot than Kudla. So uh, outside of just a mental mental down. I think he ultimately gets it done tomorrow at Stuttgart going back to the well on grass in Germany. Uh, a, cup, a bunch of really, really good matches. Uh, we get to see Matteo Berrettini for the first time in forever. Uh, we get to see Huber Hercats, uh kind of form. He's in going up against a guy in Fukovic who he is zero and two lifetime trying to exact a little bit of revenge. Shapovalov, solid grass player is going to be in action tomorrow sissipas after a very disappointing ouster in the french open uh we get to see him on grass for the first time this season but the match that i have circled is lorenzo sonigo taking on jan lenny stroof uh jan lenny is a perfectly fine player um but he has had a disastrous 2022 so far his uh his winter and spring were marred by injury marred by out of form play uh, and he ended up taking off a huge break between Miami and grass season to try to get right. And that seems to have worked. He came out in his first grass match in Stuttgart and he fired 23 aces in a match where he ultimately barely edged out uh Giron, who is not an especially strong grass player. Uh, and I think that was somewhat fluky. I think 23 aces is not repeatable for Struff. Uh, and I think uh, in general, Lorenzo Sonigo is a player who is still a little bit underrated in terms of his overall quality. Uh, he is only minus 222 to win this match right now, which is surprising to me because I make him uh, about a 75% chance to win, and I think realistically he wins this match in straight sets. I think his, uh, even though he is not a power server, I think his game is his all-around game is far superlative, and he will be able to find breaks against Struff. He will be able to get the tie breaks home, uh, and I bet into Sonigo Minus one and a half sets at plus one sixteen. My fair price there is minus one oh five. I think he gets it done in straights. Lorenzo Sanigo moves Four
2: on. Sonico, 81% of the handle on exactly your play. Sonago, minus one and a half sets, plus one sixteen on point spells. Hope it's a nice my new favorite saying as I've said it a million times, wake in cash. My Edge of the day, I'm going to give it quickly so we can get back into NHL for plays tonight, is we, we talked about the NFL with Corey, obviously a few minutes ago, and a, a play that I've talked about a little bit is Tampa Bay taking the under 11 and a half wins. I bet into this. I think this is actually an epic uh, play. I think there may be a 10 at best, 11 win team. It's not a knock on Tampa Bay. They it have really an amazing game to schedule. NHL on top Cup playoffs, and, and that is the Rangers on the Lightning and the Bucks have a kind of crazy schedule, now. especially oh, if you need need look at the take weeks take 10 the time team they Rangers play in Munich. They play Seattle, fly back for their bye. Cleveland, how do you Saints, who we know Saints have given them troubles in San Francisco, they go all over the country, world rather, in a million different time zones. Not to mention the fact that a lot of older players this season. The Rangers had The Rangers
1: looked like they were able to have put their put their foot me. down in this take series, the under and they missed that opportunity. So I look at and this like Tampa we'll Bay got a, a ton
2: more as we get a, closer another to the NFL. They were season, they looked like they were
1: doomed. Plays, so I don't more think a team like Tampa is gonna let this be wasted. And their goaltender hasn't played very well, but it looked like he was picking up his game. The Rangers goaltender should stroke, and he can't play any better than that. So I look at this like the Rangers lost their best opportunity. If you're going to beat Tampa, the word is stranglehold, I guess, and they lost the stranglehold on this series.
3: Yeah, very, very, very dangerous to let a team like Tampa Bay back into a series. Uh, We see the Lightning right now plus 120 uh, down to one, even though there has not been a team to get a road win so far to this point. Uh, Do you think ultimately that uh, kind of fighting back from certain death that the Lightning were able to pull off in game three carries them to a series win?
1: I think so, and I, I think the fact that they've been there before, I mean, it, it it's hard to believe somebody could go three three in a row in this in this league the way it's so even. Don't want to get ahead in that. But in this series here, on what you've seen with expected goals, uh, you know, the, the Tampa, Tampa Bay's… I
2: think we lost Al's audio again. But that being said, obviously incredible insight, Drew, and I think he sides with you in the sense that we will have… The lightning game in Tampa in seven, it is hard to win three in a row. I do think he sides with Colorado. We'll hopefully get him back on later in the week when this series is settled to see exactly who comes out, whether it's the Colorado Avalanche and who wins this series. I think he's going to side with Colorado getting it done strictly because winning three years in a row, the Stanley Cup would be absolutely insane.
3: I've heard of Crazier. They have the they seem like a team that really knows exactly how to get right at the right time. Tampa that is.
2: We'll see how it plays out. And, of course, if you listening or watching have any – listen, I'm bad at betting hockey. I'll just be the first one to say it. I think I have one win in like four games this season. (laughs) If you have insight on this game, you could find us on Twitter, at whalecapper, at Sarah Perlman. And there we could hopefully get some plays for you for NHL. Drew, I look forward to seeing you on Battle of the Bets and what exactly you're going with on the Major League Baseball slate for tonight.
3: I need to get some of my sharp friends to give me some winners. (laughs) That's where I'm going.
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's where I want to go, too. Text me those plays later. Um, For Drew Densick, I'm Sarah and That's all we have here on Bet the Edge Powered by Points. But tomorrow's Wednesday. That means Bet the Edge Game Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, here on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Thanks for being with us. Have an amazing rest of your day. And of course, best of luck with all your bets.